You're now listening to the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast. I'm Garage Guy Chase. It's Chef Boy Ardeen. You've been in the kitchen, man. It smells like it smells like money. Eleven and two. Now, Chase, it's just uh, it's never it never can be that I have a good NASCAR day and NFL day at the same time. What's up with that? Even, the bets were on fire, but NASCAR that race did not go as anticipated, right? I mean, that's the best way to put it. Yeah, it was just one of those literally like silly races. It was like the ending of Texas when Austin Dillon won. <laughs> Kurt Busch. I don't know who, where. Who'd have thought? You know, uh, lots to talk about with that with that race too. We'll definitely cover some of that. Um, Going to cover a few of these games uh, from NFL Sunday Week Three, and. Before we do all that, as always, this show is brought to you by Drip Drop. Drip Drop ORS was invented to treat dehydration in the most challenging circumstances. It's used by athletes, firefighters, military members, the garage guys, garage fam, and all of our other constituents. Issue is or issue isn't our constituents, because if you're not, then you need to go to dripdrop.com and use promo code garageguys20 at checkout and get the drip. Rip it and drip it. When I drip, you drip. We drip. Jacob Snell, Darlene. Hey, it's me, Jacob Snell. I haven't watched that show in so long. I miss Ozark. I'm so ready for season four, dude. Can you give me a Jacob Snell version of Chef Boy going 11 and 2? I was looking out yonder on the porch the other day. They just put in a couple best bits after going over and checking out what the chef was cooking. I saw a lot of good things, and after going 11-2 and two in week two, I said, I'm going to give this guy a shot. That's about the time Darlene came out and put a gun to my head and said the heroin was getting a little bit dark. And I said, honey, I'm trying to put these bets in. I'm just going to see what we can do with this money here. And now I gave up selling heroin because Chef Boy went 11-2 and two in week three. So now I'm no longer a heroin dealer, and I'm probably going to die tomorrow because Darlene will kill me. And that, that's, that was, that's, that's what I think you would say. That was excellent. And now that you've gotten this uh, practice run in, I think we just found our next uh, open for the Rotoballer NFL video. Um, I think we just found our new – I'm going to make you do Jacob Snell for that as well. So I'm, I'm just literally going to dress up as Jacob Snell and just start doing you, that you show. You really do have the voice down, by the way. So. It was an, it was a natural thing too. It just kind of <laughs> happened. It just happened. Like I loved the way that they, that guy talked. And then plus, after him being James Delos on Westworld, it was just like, oh, this is cool, you know. Mind blowing to see him like play such different <laughs> voices and characters, but playing a dude from like Scotland and then like going to play in this like hillbilly, like wannabe hillbilly. I don't know. Right. It's it hilarious, man. Love those art. Great show. But yeah, dude, we got to talk about that. Eleven and two, man. Eleven and two. And ten and I think two. We were just on there. What last week? Yeah, I. You know, NFL is such a sharp sport. Uh, the Vegas lines are so efficient. So it's like anytime you can win, you know, sixty, seventy percent a week, you're you're really blessed. So to do it twice in a row is probably one of my biggest feats yet. Um, just because it's so hard. Usually, you pick four or five games on the board, and you hope to go three and one or or four and one. But I've just been firing all cylinders right now, man. Been watching a lot of football. Um, 
I don't want to act like it's going to continue because it eventually will come back down to earth. But I think I can, you know, safe to say that I'm often one of the hottest starts of anybody I know is, you know, handicapping these games every week. So, yeah, I mean, this is, this is, um, this is big, big time shit though too, dude, because like, this is the, the thing when you go online, like most people are comfortable maybe putting out two or three games that they like, you know, and then they'll say, Oh, I went, you know, one and two, or I went three and oh, or whatever. You literally took the time to put out 13 picks today and yeah. <laughs> you did that. And then you followed it up. Uh, you know, well, you did it last week and you did it again this week. That's, that's, that's almost unnatural. So that's what I'm saying. Like, even if you like had like a bad week going into like next week or at any point in the season with you doing this week two and week three, that's huge. It's huge for the garage guys. Um, and it's just, it's huge for everybody using the picks, man. And, and I know that there's gotta be a lot of people out there that are using these picks. If you're not using these picks yet, you definitely need to be checking them out. Um, and you can hit us up and we'll be able to provide you with that information for sure. Because we, uh, that's, that's what we here for. We here, you know, we <laughs> like literally like, um, I wish I could have had a better day in NASCAR, but it appears that a lot of people didn't have a good day because I don't think, I, I don't know anywhere where someone said, yeah, pick Kurt Bush. He's going to win <laughs> this race. Right. But that's or like Chase NASCAR. to lead like me, one of your favorites to lead a bunch of laps. I know we uh, talked to Hamlin on the preview show, which is a ended up being a really incredible call because he was yeah. like eight percent owned, I think, on DraftKings. Beautiful, love that. That that was that was kind of a little silver lining. I mean, dude, I I feel I feel as confident every week with NASCAR bets as you do with NFL bets. I feel like I feel like like they, that's that's our jam, dude. You know what I mean? Like that's our jam. Um, yeah, and and that's and that's what's beautiful about it. And we both like each sport, so that's what we do. And that's why we're the garage guys. And that's why we're here. And you can talk on and on and on about it. But let's get into some of these games. I think we should just start right off the top. Um, the the Saints-Packers, a little, little sad. There was uh, – One and two. Yeah, man. Aaron Rodgers, though, as much oh. of a Saints fan as I am, for him to do what he's doing without Devontae Adams in the mix, dude, that's – it's a little scary. Beat it, Lafleur. Beat it, Lafleur. No, I. I don't even want. To, I have no need to say it, man. Like it's. It literally like it's. I really think that the. Um, that what is it, Jordan Love? I think that the the love lit the fire, man. I think we're seeing a little when Patrick Mahomes came into Kansas City and Alex Smith. We're seeing a little bit of that right there. It's uh, glory days coming to yeah. fruition. They remember yeah, Rogers looks just so comfortable, man, in this offense. And last year, remember, we <clears throat> we saw a lot of Aaron Jones games and, and Aaron Rodgers struggling, right? Yeah. Uh, in terms of, like, passing statistics, not really struggling as a quarterback, but just not putting up the Aaron Rodgers numbers. Well, I mean, this looks like the old Aaron Rodgers to me. So, I think there was three players that stood out to me tonight, though. Rodgers, um, the Lazard King, the Lizard. The Lizard, King. yeah, Lizard, Lizard, Lazard. <clears throat> yeah. I'm getting hoarse. Can you hear me? I can hear you, man. I uh, am too. I was yelling at the TV earlier at the. Ra- I was watching the race. <laughs> I probably broke laws like not watching most of the Saints game because I was watching NASCAR. I think you would have been frustrated watching that too because the defense didn't show up. But the the third player was your one of your <clears throat> favorites who went off despite the the loss was Mr. Kamara. Just went nuts, man. 
Dude, that one video of him like breaking what was it like four tackles and getting a touchdown, literally doing snow angels in the end zone. <laughs> that that uplifted my spirits after the race. So getting to see that that one run, even though they did lose the game, um, that that made me happy. At this point, I think that we all need to understand that that is Alvin Kamara's football team. And I'm, I'm here to say it. I don't care what anybody has to say about it. I love Drew Brees. Uh, I, I'm not going to be one of those Facebook Saints fans that just get on there and fire Sean Payton. They lost to the, to the Green Bay Packers. They lost to Aaron Rodgers. How could this have happened? Like, I'm not going to be one of those people. Yeah, I mean, it's a very good team. But, yeah, dude, Kamara is a beast, man. And I think that this goes in – I mean, he's the top fantasy producer of Sunday, of the week so far. Um, who was number up, two? Lockett. He put up over forty. I want to say like right underneath him was, was Tyler Lockett. Yeah, yeah, forty. He put up forty-seven fantasy points though on DraftKings. Uh, Alvin Kamara did, um, and and he did he did great against the the Raiders last week too. So I mean, that's that's wide receiver one numbers, dude, that he's putting yeah. up right now, which is just huge. And you know, I think that we all can't disagree at this point that he's the running back to have especially with the injuries but um he should have been first off the board everybody was just so nervous with the whole epidural deal and the the contract they didn't really know and people there's so many people i know that passed over him in drafts like i mean there was one league i was in i don't think he went until like seven yeah that's crazy like yeah he i mean he's an mvp candidate right now i know it's going to end up being like russell Russell Wilson, who's probably got like five, 15 TDs already or something. Something's yeah. absurd, like 14 TDs in three games. He's got somebody chasing his tail, though. We'll talk about him, too. Uh, Mr. Josh Allen. Another yeah. quarterback in, in town. Yeah, but, I mean, Kamara, if you're going to take skill position players and carve them out, right, he'd be towards the top. Um, yeah, absolutely, yeah. without yeah. a doubt. And, um, you know, a lot of people thought we would be seeing more Latavius Murray, but it's just – it's, he's kind of – he's just there for insurance, I guess you would say. The Saints need all Mike Thomas back there. I mean, I, I'm with you. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't want to say Drew Brees is washed, but it just is kind of showing that he's got to have – He's aging. And Mike Thomas. Yeah. yeah. He's aging. He's like now, imagine – The offense was not the problem today, honestly. It wasn't really – I mean, they scored 30 points, so. Yeah, yeah, it was a defense for sure. And they're, they're going to be able to take that on the chin and they're going to get back up and they'll – They'll do what they got to do. I, I think that there's that they may be in like kind of a sad spot. It just it always feels like when someone gets hurt on that team, like the one time I will say that I've seen them be the most resilient was last season when Bridgewater took over. I've never seen a team that team be so resilient, and so it felt good um, to see that. I hate that the season ended the way it did, but at the same time, it's like you know why not why not experiment more. Um, you know, I know Taysom gets in there here and there, but like throw Jameis in there, see what see what happens. Man, no, no, he got no. eye surgery, bro. Don't do it. That's coming from a Saint. You make you make me feel like the shittiest Saints fan of all time. You know I can't believe you're like ready to abandon Breeze after all he's done. He's I mean, all he's done is break records there, and he's and he's he's still producing fine. He just can't throw the deep ball. And look, there's a million things wrong right now. The Saints have a lot to work on, but. I don't think he changed the QB. I think that's that's crazy to me. I love I love Drew Brees. I love everything he's done for that team. But see, this is where I think me and you differ. You're a Tom Brady fan, okay? The Patriots came with the Patriots came with Tom Brady. I'm a Saints fan. I'm a fan of that logo. I'm a fan of the black and gold. I'm a fan of the Superdome. 
No. Hey, look, I'm, I'm a yeah. Bill Belichick fan. <clears throat> no, I'm still a Pats fan. I don't understand. What you, what's your point? My point is, is that players will come and go. The team is there. And as long as there's good – It doesn't mean you bench Drew Brees. No, it doesn't mean you bench Drew Brees. But what it does mean is that if something's not working and you're constantly doing the same thing over and over and over again, then experiment some. I don't know, man. Like, I mean, like, look, let's let's look at it this way. I don't want to get off into a rabbit hole on it. But I, I can always go back to the Vikings game, okay, in the playoffs last season. Maybe if they would have just, you know, kept Taysom in a few more plays. They'd have done a couple more things different. He could have ran in there and got that extra touchdown or something. It could have put him in a position where they could have won. I can't stand this argument. I can't. I can't get behind it. I'm sorry. Because like, of the because of the loyalty factor. No, there's no loyalty that like you're a better football team when you have somebody that's. I mean, Drew Brees last year was a, statistically a top ten QB. Like, yeah, he's a good quarterback, dude. He's been amazing. He's he's literally he took us to the Super Bowl. So you don't bench somebody because they <clears throat> they're one and two in the season. But if somebody is, like, playing like shit and, and nothing's working out, do you just say, oh, well, we're just going to throw it away because we don't want to hurt the guy's feelings? Have you watched all the Saints games this year and you think that they need to bench him? I mean, I would like to see a few more Taysom plays. Okay. I just They scored 30 points tonight. So. Yeah, I mean, the offense was not the problem. They're missing Mike Thomas. When Mike Thomas comes back, things will be different. But I'm just saying, when, you know, you have Kamara luckily there to do a lot, make up for it, and and everybody was like crying push off or whatever at this game. Bruce still looked looked bad at times. I'm with you. He still looks bad at times, even with 30 points. The arm's just – the arm's not 100%. And I think that the 100% days are gone. It's like when Kenny Powers started, like, losing his arm strength. Okay. We're like – we're like, you know – It's like like, the Brady analogy. I'm still rooting for Cam Newton. I'm rooting for the Patriots. Like – I'm, I want them to win. You were rooting for Jared Stidham a few months ago, okay? So, I don't want to hear it. I mean, I'm always going to pull for my team. <laughs> exactly. That's, that, that's all I'm saying, man. I'm just saying that, like, if something's not working, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different outcome. But you're so, having a reaction of the team that started <clears> 0-6. and Like, that's something you should be saying if you're 0-6. What's the, what are you doing that's over and over again It's insanity? You're, you had one of the best teams – three years straight like what's wrong like you, not let's say enough? let's say you get in you have like i don't know this is probably where i'm different than everybody or either i'm just an idiot um but like if if i'm in a game and i have you know more than i don't know i'd say probably a few interceptions and and i had Taysom hill on the bench i don't think there was any interceptions but what i'm saying is is like if there's like some bad throws being made if there's some some throws that should have been done that were like just uncalled for that were on drew you know, maybe look at certain situations. Maybe it's just a play calling. Maybe maybe the problem is not Drew. Maybe it's Sean. I don't know. Um, but all I do know is that there are certain situations where I feel like they can get a little craftier and try some things differently. Like, I, I, I just personally, I'm going to be trying to win every game. Okay? And I will I will literally, like, if I feel like we're, we're going to – like, if I know we're going to lose and there's, like, two minutes on the board, I'm going to get silly. And I'm just going to say, yeah, if I'm already going to lose, I'm just going to lose. Sean Payton is one of the most creative coaches and one of the best coaches in the league. And, and you're one I know. Of and he's – like I said, this is my favorite team. But I'm just saying that, like, I don't know. I just feel like they could be utilizing Taysom more. Agree to disagree. I think he sounds silly. That's fine. I am a silly guy. 
<laughs> I'm I'm him, I, can't, I, can't, I can't sit here and be like not in my head maybe <laughs> maybe i'm just mad that drew Brees isn't josh allen okay you know like I, i'm i'm falling in love with the kid man I'm i have one thing to say in love with josh allen i think it's kind of funny that the saints beat the bucks and now the bucks are in first place exactly that's tom funny. brady finds a way <laughs> And I guarantee did he, you, did he kiss Drew Brees? <laughs> it's like it's like he got beat and he got so hurt. He went home and like did like he kissed all of his kids on the mouth and then he did like voodoo. And now, like he that's what he did when he left Superdome. He didn't get on the plane. He went down to Bourbon Street, dude. And he went and talked to a voodoo woman named Phyllis from the Water Boy, <laughs> and he straight up got all of the things he needed to get and put a hex on Drew Brees and was like. No more for you, asshole. I believe it. I think he'll do anything. I have a better question for you. I want the garage guys take on who finishes with a better record now that you've seen three games. Bucks two and one, Patriots two and one. Bill Belichick and the Patriots finish with a better record or Brady and the Bucks. They're both two and one. Both have I think decent schedules, like both pr- pretty pretty squishy schedules, maybe. Dude, I don't – I'm not worried about the Pats anymore, man. I mean, that's a tough one because, like, I feel like those are two teams that we're going to see in the playoffs. Like, those are definitely two teams we'll see in the playoffs. Like, Bill Belichick is like, – there, there was never a moment where I worried about, like, oh, man, like, the Patriots are going to suck. Like, Bill Belichick's not going to let any team he coaches suck. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I got to take an L there if they end up. If they continue at this rate, then I would have to take an L because I thought they would take a step back this year. Not mm-hmm. because, not because necessarily like the QB change, but more. I was worried about the the Rona, the Rona yeah. people that were sitting out, the people that were not playing. They had their first case today of uh, a player that had to sit out for the Rona, um, and he. I can't remember the exact name. He's a rookie for the Falcons. Which leads us to another game that brought me great joy. Um, the Falcons blew another lead back to back. The Bears beat the Falcons. I was right in some instances about this game, about the whole Matt Ryan thing. And I was also wrong with it being like the highest scoring game of the day, which yeah. it wasn't. And our boy. Mitchell Trubisky got benched in all of this. And then big dick Nick Foles comes in and sends the team to town. Yeah, man. This is a a really frustrating game for me because one of my – not only was Trubisky (laughs) – I want to get that on video and clip that. Uh, Trubisky only screwed us in DFS, but uh, this was one of my two losses. I had Atlanta to to win the game. And it was looking like it was on cruise control. I mean, I think at one point they were up 16 and they threw the ball to Allen Robinson. The Bears did. Um, it was Foles' first drive. And he, um, it, it looked like a touchdown, but they called it interception. So the Falcons guy grabbed it at the same time. So it was an interception. They had 16 point lead in the ball. And I said to myself, I should go bet the Bears money line live just just because it's Nick Foles. And this has Nick Foles' story written all over it, dude. Yep. And it happened. And it was like a 1% chance. I saw so like the next gen stats. Um, chances they were going to win was 1% or 2%. 
Yeah. The same thing last week. So that's 2% chance to win. Um, only the Falcons, right? Only the Falcons. And you have to wonder at this point. I understand Julio was missing. That don't mean shit. Um, that, okay, so I'm literally at the point where, like, Dan Quinn's got to be gone tomorrow morning, okay? If he's not fired tomorrow, we've got a Jason Garrett situation on our hands, okay? There's something going on. Yeah, there's something going on. Dan Quinn has something on Arthur Blank, and I don't understand what it could be because Arthur Blank is, like, one of the nicest guys, complete opposite of Jerry Jones, unless he is – really one of those guys that make you think he's like the best person in the world. And then like, he's like running some kind of like undercover, like dominatrix sex ring. Okay. We'll get, we'll get wild with it. Like he's got like, literally like there's all kinds of crazy wild shit going down, like tunnels in Colorado, like underneath the basement of his house, like just some wild and shit. And Dan Quinn, Dan Quinn got a, has a little side income coming in. Yeah, and so the thing is, is that Dan, like, he's been getting by, like, feeling like – because, like, everyone loves to, like, make fun of the Falcons. But, like, now it's gotten so bad. Like, this whole time what's really been happening is, is that Dan is, like, got getting someone to fly to Vegas on the weekends. And they're, like, just betting tremendous amounts of money on the other teams playing against them. And then they're spreading that money to the whole team. And they're just they, – because they all have a gambling problem. So that's that's what's happening. They they love gambling more than football. They're addicted, and this is how they've been getting away with it. And they've just been getting filthy rich. That's why they don't care if they win or lose. So, yeah, crazy. Was that, that was, the case on the Super Bowl as well. <clears throat> absolutely, yes, that was the case at the, at the Super Bowl. So conspiracy garage guy right there. Also, just really excited that the Falcons suck balls. So yeah, so, so I'm amazing. happy. That division, real quick. I'm gonna try to do this in my head. So we have Panthers one and two, uh, Saints one and two, Falcons zero oh and three, Bucks two and one. That division should be better. I mean, we probably predicted three of those four teams would go over. I know I said the Panthers were an under, but um, yeah, it's not looking like we thought it would in that division so far. Mm-mm. I mean, I always knew the the Falcons were gonna suck, but I didn't know they were gonna suck this bad. Like literally, they are having a. Man. Uh, dude, I can't stand the Falcons, man. I love, I love, I love my who dads, bro. I love New Orleans. They were one of my losses, though. Isn't that fitting? My eleven and two day, they were a loss. I mean, dude, I, I'm, I'm right there with you, man. I thought that this was going to be the game that they won, you yeah. know. So I can't lie about that, and I have no shame in saying that. I mean, even though, like, I mean, I was thinking about the money. I wasn't thinking about my inner like hatred for the right. team. But I'm glad that that I'll. If I would have like literally, I can never pull myself to do it. Um, I think we say I mean, <laughs> we, we got to give credit that to, to Nick Foles and the Bears. I mean, if you have since we're gonna let's talk a little bit. If you would have kept credit. Trubisky in, then yeah, they probably would have won. Absolutely. I think Nick Nick Absolutely. Foles turned that game around, and Jimmy yeah, Graham, tight end yeah, appreciation. Tight There's a lot of tight end appreciation today, and and yeah, yeah Dude, we got to at least call out too. I mean, if you're if you're somebody that's listening to us in the year season long, and you have um. Allen Robinson and Anthony Miller and Jimmy Graham even. I don't know if you have Jimmy Graham, but you got to be a little bit excited about this this uh, increase in stock, right, with with old Nick Foles. Trying to do the stonks thing. That's that emoji. I just imagine you with the emoji. Mm -hmm. That's going up. That's me. Allen Robinson had, what, two TDs today? Yeah, dude. Jimmy Graham, two touchdowns, bro. Jimmy Graham was revived today. I forgot that man existed. 
Like, do straight you up. Get Nick Bowles on, like, waivers or no? I mean, I'm good, bro. I got Josh Allen. <laughs> I know. For your standard listener, like, do you think he's a, yeah. he's a, back, he's a streamer, right? Dude, Nick Foles will play. Like, if – like, dude, this is the, – the Trubisky experiment is, is over. It's over. It's over. It's done. It's done. You know what's going to happen? Nick Foles is going to, like, put him on, like, a six-game <clears throat> winning streak, and then he's going to get hurt. And it's going to be bad to Trubisky. Yeah, it could. Yeah, that's probably what's going to happen. You're probably <laughs> right. Watch Mitchell Trubisky. Watch Carson Wentz, like, continue to, like, go to, like – even though he had, like, a decent fantasy day. Watch it. Watch him, like, just get Mitchell Trubisky to the Eagles or something. And then, like, just, just – we'll just have this crazy web of just, like – That game. Pottery. That game. Yeah. Just, like, don't even want to talk about it. So upset, Drew Sample. You let me down. I don't know if I'm gonna have to retract my invitation. To yeah, the man, appreciation. I had um, Eagles money line that was a push because they tied. So don't ever bet on Philadelphia. You can't bet on Philadelphia. You know me. I don't think with my emotions, uh, Jake. I know. I know. That's what I'm here for. Um, <laughs> so I, I've been talking about it enough. There was a lot of tight end appreciation that needs to be spoken of. Uh, let's go to Bills Rams. Game was electric. I had a last-minute decision because, like, in, in one of my DFS lineups, like, I was going pretty heavy on, like, Dak and Russell. But, like, something was just, like, play Josh Allen. Because, like, the matchup – because, like, everybody was just kind of like, oh, this is probably be where Josh Allen takes a downward trend, you know. And they're just like, oh, no, no, Josh Allen. And I'm just like, okay, I want some Josh Allen. I get the Josh Allen, and the Josh Allen is real. And everybody now believes that Josh Allen's real because of what he did today. Um, White Cam Newton lives on. He rides on. The man scored a ton of fantasy points. Um, shout out to, uh, what is it, Lee Smith, tight end, big tight end guy, Lee Smith, and Tyler Croft, tight end appreciation. Yeah. Two touchdowns for the Croft. All right. Uh, there was two for him? Laura Croft. Tight end, two touchdowns. I may not keep up with all the games, but I keep up with the tight ends. So, yeah, dude, that's 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 nuts. Big nuts day. Wild dude. game. Wild. Yeah, they, they almost falconed. The Bills did. But I was happy because I was like, well, this will keep Josh Allen having to continue to score, which he did. And they won. They had, a, they had a great day. I mean, I think you're right. If you had to say who the MVP right now is, it's clearly Russell Wilson. And then probably number two would be Josh Allen. Josh is right behind him. He's tugging at his his shirt, and he's saying, I'm about to go get in the bed with Sierra, bro. Watch (laughs) out. About to take your whole family. About to take your whole operation. (laughs) He's he's one of the wildest players to watch. I mean, there's times where he's getting sacked, and he literally is, like, going to the ground, and somehow he's standing (laughs) up, and he's, like, 20 yards behind the line of scrimmage. Dude, he's like a giant. He'll be like, he'll just be like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> like, he'll just like clumsily fall into the, into the fucking end zone. And, like, how do you do that? plays, too, where he looks so bad. But, like, for every one bad play he makes, he makes ten good ones. So, it's – but the bad ones are bad. I mean, he'll, he'll miss a receiver five yards on the field by 20 yards. But then he'll, he'll overthrow him. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's, he's so good, though. He really is um, – just from the – even the, like, the good plays, bad plays standpoint, he really is Cam Newton. But what Cam Newton used to be, which was electric, and then every now and then he'd have a few head-scratching plays. But I'm that- just waiting. I'm waiting for them to play the Patriots. And I just want – all I want is for Josh Allen to when, – when he gets his rushing touchdown, because you know it's coming, I just want him to do it. I want him to do it so bad. You're, you're respecting. 
I know. That's what I feel like. He's just a really nice guy, like a really yeah. stand up nice guy that like just he's like a he's like a JJ Watt of an offense, but then he yeah. has the legs of Cam Newton. It's insane. Cam finally had like a not a not a good fantasy day, and he was a really popular DFS pick. Uh, Rex Burkhead yeah. for all the points. I know we're not yeah. trying to talk about that game, but shout out to Rex. I will say that it's always good to see old Rexy, old sexy Rexy, making things happen. Yeah, they didn't. The Patriots didn't make the cut this week on the games we're talking about. Mm-mm. No. Um, uh, another one that we got to talk about. I mean, I guess, the, dude, probably like the. the hey, got to give a quick shout to Cooper Cup, too. Yeah, Cooper Cup. And we'll, we're definitely going to be talking about that more with the special guest that we have on this show, um, which is Mr. 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 Jack O'Shea from the O'Shea Brothers. Um, he'll be on here as well. If you don't know who that oh, yeah. is, you'll, you'll meet him soon. Very fun guy. We love that guy. Great dude. Um, no, the, probably like the, the funnest upset of the day, Titans Vikings, uh, dude, the, the come from behind, like save the save game. Well, not, well, it wasn't in mid game. It was like an upset because of the Vikings doing what they did. And then the Titans being able to like come back. This is a frustrating for me as well. This is the other loss I had. Listen to this, Chase. I had Titans minus two. They won by one. Yeah, I know. And when I saw that on your bets, I was just like, God, I know this one. Yeah. But um, I'm I'm upset because Johnu didn't go off like I thought he would. I thought Johnu was going to have a great day. I literally, like, um, I I moved off of some of the other tight ends just so I could play Johnu. Because I thought he, I thought with, you know, with with AJ, um, with AJ being out, like, this was going to be. Deal with that. I'm not really looking into it much because I don't care because I just care about Janu. Um, <laughs> it just seems and, kind of like a mystery thing. Like it, it, I don't know. I have him in one league, so maybe maybe mystery case of the Rona. Yeah, maybe might be that mystery instrument. Yeah, who knows? Like, where is it? I don't even. I'm not doing that. We're not getting lost. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, dude, and just huge shout out on the other side of the ball to Justin Jefferson. He had his breakout today, man. He did. Uh, Dude, LSU, LSU Tiger and Dalvin Tiger. Cook, yeah, finally, finally Dalvin. Um, so yeah, Titans that was just are, are doing the thing again, man. This year, so about the Goskowski, six field goals. Look at him, big fantasy day for Goskowski, Jake Seeley's favorite player. Is it really? Yeah, kicker, man. You know Jake Seeley loves his kickers. Yeah, shout out to Hunter Alfmont, his favorite player too. Rock and roll, yeah. Loyal listener, Hunter Offmont. I really hope you caught my joke because Jake Seeley cannot stand kickers. Oh, <laughs> uh, really? Yeah. I thought you were being serious. I actually bought no. it. I was like, I don't know, I don't know that guy enough. So the I fact know. that we're giving a shout out, I just know that he thought D Hop wouldn't do what he's doing. So yeah, well, you showed him. <laughs> so anyway, but, uh, Gos- but Goskowski real quick was about to get cut because remember week one he missed like what four field goals yeah and then he took his sock off and then he kicked it and he made it because he had been practicing like the entire like offseason without socks so mm-hmm. when he had socks on he could not kick right isn't it wild like that that little thin piece of fabric can like make you just look like you shit the bed <laughs> constantly with kicks like doing your job yeah. after like years of like being like an elite kicker in the league. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, I couldn't believe that, that, um, I think the Viking in war off is what happened. Money. Yeah. 
no matter how good we do on episodes in the future, I think I'm always going to hold that episode in a special place in my heart when we had the, the my knee talk. The most high. And I can't – and, like, dude, and, and they literally beat the Saints tonight, and I'm not even upset, so you know how important that is to me. So that was a great show. That was a great I need show. to go find that episode. We're going to do that. that we just need to, like – I'm, I'm ready for, like, more wild things to happen this season because it's, like, even though we're having good gameplay, there's just, like, a lot of, like – it feels kind of, like, mundane a little bit, like – there's not like some wild like stuff happening like energy wise like people doing things like we need like a like a you like that like Kirk Cousins kind of yeah. moment you know I'm ready for You're that. talking about like more of the off the field stuff yeah I'm talking for some get silly stuff Th- things that I love about the game um, that have nothing to do with the game most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, Recently said the games are being I mean the games are great all these yeah, people off were classics. Yeah, man. I mean, like the more like like really thinking about like how these happen and like it was a really good slate today. I, I just I, I got to uh, I, the red zone on the cell phone is getting me. I got to get back to my to my my man TV, cave. The big yeah, I got to get back to my big screen and, and like literally just like bags of popcorn and random things. I don't need to eat and just yeah, like sit there. I find too much. It's been it's been wild because like, you know, I love the Twitter and I love watching football. I can't do them both at the same time. Hey, um, um, Matt Patricia got his first one. Yeah. So that's uh, so actually what I was about to bring up. This uh, pissed me off. Um, not really because of the fact that the Cardinals lost, because honestly, the Lions are always going to have like one of those games, like when they beat the Patriots a couple years ago. Yeah. Um, this was more of an upset for me because of Kenyon Drake. Um, fool me once. Shame, you know, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Um, and I feel painful. like I feel like a fool. I feel like a fool. Do you feel like a fool? Because we 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 had him, and he just he, he he shit the bed again. Yeah, it's it's been a rough season for Drake. And if you're a season long Drake owner, I'm sure you're you're feeling the same thing. It's just one of those things, Chase. You know, sometimes you. I, mean, I feel like he was a good play again. I, I, I stand. Oh, he was a great play. play. Yeah, I just it's a great play. It's it's concerning now though, right? Because it's yeah. happened a few times. The the matchups have been pretty good. When Andy Isabella gets a touchdown and Kenyon Drake doesn't score a, a good bit of points, that there's something something's going on. This is uh, and what, what I think Kyler ha- ran one in himself. He's just like I'll just do it myself. You know, Kyler had a rough game too. It was a coming like the the Cardinals came back down to earth for sure. And I mm-hmm. was a Cardinals truther, and I still I'm not worried yet. Two and one's a good record. Um especially for a young QB and young coach. But today they kind of got exposed. Like Kyler, Kyler got exposed, not that he's not a good QB, but he definitely is that threshold below everyone else. All these other QBs like Josh Allen and Russell Wilson and Dak Prescott that are dual threats. I think Kyler is still a step behind in terms of decision-making. Like he, ma- he makes bad throws. Like he just – He's still got a lot to learn. Three. Uh, three. I can't remember. I think it was three. But I'm not 100 percent certain. I mean, he's his second year, man. He's he's yeah. still got some time. I'm not I'm not tripping out just yet. I mean, you know, there's a, there's a lot of players that you got to look at when they're coming into the league, and it's just development and growth and learning. And um, you know, but I still think that for who, for who he is and what he's doing, I definitely feel like he still is worth that yeah. draft pick that he was. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the, yeah, the things happen. He had two passing, one rushing. So you're right on the rushing TD, and then he had three picks. So three touchdowns, three picks. Probably translates to a pretty good fantasy day, but not necessarily what you want 
terms of football. So. Yeah, football guy stuff. Yeah, but yeah. fantasy, that's that's what I care about. That's what I'm here for. So looking at that, I mean, yeah, it wasn't the worst at all. Um, don't want to go too deep into the game um, with uh, between the, the Chargers and the Panthers, but the Panthers did win, like we already said. Um, Austin Eckler is back. Uh, don't be fooled. Um, Josh Kelly, not not good. And uh, Keenan Allen bad has – yeah, yeah, Gosh, very bad. I, it was a very boring game. But uh, Keenan Allen, uh, remember I said that I think that I don't know if – I like Hunter Henry, but I don't know if he's going to be that way because it does look like Keenan Allen has been super revived now with uh, with our guy um, sitting there, Mr. Um, Justin Herbert Hebert season. Okay. He brought uh, – Yeah, he did. But uh, Keenan Allen did okay. So, yeah. fantasy-wise. Oh, this so. was one of the worst games on the board. It was stank. But the Panthers did what they had to do to win. Mike Davis, shout out. Robbie Anderson did okay. Bridgewater finally looked settled in. Still stank. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, you're right. You're right on all those points, though. Yeah, Mike Davis, uh, there was a lot of people that were, like, trolling the fuck out of, like, people that went and got McKinnon. And they were like, thanks for leaving Mike Davis on the board, yeah. idiots. Like classic Jeff Wilson vulturing two TDs, like we said, might happen. Yeah, I'm not a not a fan. Um, but Nick Mullins gets the W. Yes, he does. Him. Yeah, to to your uh, shout out to your alma mater. Brett yeah. Favre was proud today. Um, I guess the Cowboys Seahawks game, man. I mean, I feel like that was a pretty predictable one. Everybody pretty much knew that that was like the marquee game. That's what it was being viewed as, and it kind of rolled out that way. Tyler Lockett, Russell Wilson. Killing it. it started slow and then and then it just went off. Yeah, dude. Like like Zeke was looking like he didn't want to eat nothing, and then he got a safety, <laughs> and then he was like, "Here I come." Yeah. Um, but yeah, Tyler Lockett. It was like the big guy of the day. Everybody should know by now. Tyler Lockett's the wide receiver one there, and they've got great chemistry. Um, was kind of disappointed. Did you see the DK Metcalf play. Uh, you talking about the one where he just was like, Hip. where he, he fumbled like, it and for a touchback. Oh no, no! I did not see this one. I saw, I saw like bits and pieces of this game, but okay. I did see that they had this one where like he literally looked like he was like looking straight ahead, and he just reached up and grabbed it. <laughs> like just, yeah, yeah, man. He I uh, saw the good. Okay, so he ended up scoring. So Lockett was the clear winner there in terms of fantasy points, but Metcalf ended up getting a late touchdown to also score. A, a, I think he had over twenty points, but. Yeah, um, but you couldn't go wrong with uh, with the receivers today there. Dude, earlier in the game, the 55, 60-yard bomb, he catches it in stride and slows down towards the end zone, and a rookie hits the ball out while he was he was just kind of, you know, he was toting it lightly. And uh, so somebody got screwed by that. If you play in DFS and you had a stack of Wilson, oh, yeah. Lockett, <laughs> and Metcalf, that would have been another um, six points for Metcalf. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. God, dude. Yeah, that, that's probably what I saw where he did that and then it got popped out. They just didn't finish it because <clears throat> it was just like, here's a little surprise. And it was just yeah. like a, it was like an upset type deal. Um, Chris Carson, if I'm not mistaken, he got hurt. Um, yeah, so that's going to be interesting. I don't know if it's serious or not, but they were giving somebody named, uh, was it Travis Homer carries? And Carlos Hyde? Car- Carlos Hyde now? Yeah, where was he at? I don't know. Stank. Is he hurt? 
I don't know what he is. I don't keep up with Carlos Hyde anymore. I haven't kept up with him since he played for the 49ers. I'm about to see if he got on the field today. Yeah, After, he, had four he had four carries for 12 yards. So him and Travis Homer both came in and played. Um, but they have the the obvious guy there that we're waiting on is Rashad Penny, right? He's on IR, but he's supposed to come back this season. I feel like he's like the player that like everybody loves to like hype, but like he's like not real. Like he's not a real person. Like I feel like like <laughs> Rashad Penny's like how many years have we been talking about Rashad Penny now? And like we just never seen anything about him. It's just like it's like he had like three. His name is Ted. We found him at a Waffle House, and we just created this persona that he was going to be this amazing running back. But then, like, we never could get him to do what we wanted. Like, he's actually a robot, and they've been trying to work on him this whole time. But like, things just keep going awry. So now they're like having to like try to like reverse engineer Andrew Luck to figure out how to make him work, but with legs. What are you? What are you even talking about? <laughs> this is how you know that it's probably time that we get off football. But yeah, um, yeah, my brain, my brain's going wild. Um, but yeah, other than that, man, like that, those were some of like the really good games from today. Again, eleven and two, dude, huge, huge day. Like, I, there, you can't even like, I could probably sit here and try to like find ways to like make it funny and everything. There's nothing funny about you. It. It's it's incredible, <laughs> and I'm proud of you. I am fucking going proud. through it with you. though. going through it with you made me realize something crazy. I mean, dude, the the Titans was a miss by one point. Yeah. And the Falcons had the game won. Yeah. So that would have went 13 and fucking oh if it wouldn't have been for uh trouble Trubisky and uh and literally like the 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 Titans like not being decently like good and clutch. Not kicking six field goals, like scoring a few TDs. Yeah. All you needed was Goskowski to put a sock on right That's at right. the end, and it would have been good to go. Incredible, yeah. dude. It, it, Incredible. <laughs> I'm proud of you, bro. I'm proud of you, Jim. It's good stuff, man. Um, NASCAR is not much to say, really, and I'm not going to even stay up that long on it because I'm ready to get to our guest. Um, but I'm very upset that Joey Logano uh, didn't win this race. He, I, was, I went into this week very confident he was going to win. He got in there. He had the car. We were seeing the speed. He was being defensive. And then Kyle Busch's bitch ass – uh, got up into him and rubbed him his tire, rubbed his tire, and he had to go to pit road, and he got lapped down, and he just could not catch a break, get back on the lead lap until the very end of the race. But obviously, um, I think that the the, the karma gods uh, really got together after that because Kyle Busch has been such a bitch, and I hate to be so like derogatory towards somebody I've never even spoken to, and. I'm just like even more pissed now that like how this guy has been handling himself. He's already not having a great season. He's being super negative. He's bringing things on him. And it's like, I understand people don't like Logano after what happened. And he's just going to use the whole, well, you get what's coming to you narrative. But at the same time, it's like, okay, Joey Logano was throwing blocks and he was just doing his job. Chase Elliott got pissed off at him. Whatever. I can go into this all day. I'm just biased because I have my money on Joey Logano. And it's aggravating and it sucks. But I love the fact that Kurt Busch won because nobody had Kurt Busch, like we already talked about. And for the fact that literally um, we are now at a point where he has to watch his brother win and he doesn't get it. So – 
You just threw a lot at me there. I don't even know where to start dissecting that. Um, to me, like Kyle Bush is just being Kyle Bush. So this is what he's always. This is done. worse than like Kyle Bush normally has been, though. I mean, it's because it's playoffs and he's had a terrible season and he's been holding it back and holding it in and now it's here and he's he's erupting. This is kind of what he does. It's just to to me like the story of today is just the unknowns piling up right i mean we had chase elliott right off the bat takes the lead from the third from the three position um leaves everybody in the dust yeah i mean this five thing, second lead from beginning to end there was just wild i mean <clears throat> this goes to show you that sometimes the best plays don't win like nascar is the biggest sweat i say it all the time yeah, it, it was wild wild race man i mean logano looked like he had one of the best cars like you said and then that – I don't know whose fault that was between him and Kyle Busch, but both of them ended up screwing up. Kyle, he moved Truex up. Was, was one of the, like, main guys that was supposed to come on and possibly win this race. Did not – I called that. I called that. I, I did. I Truex today, so. I didn't. You had I knew this was going to happen. Hamlin was another one. Everybody was, like, hating on Hamlin. You know, I was like, Hamlin's going to do good, bro. Like, yeah. Hamlin's going to be fine. Like, I have my little – like, there was some little successes that I got to celebrate through this race, but it's just the ultimate success would have been that 1.5-unit play and Joey Logano hitting like it should have. But because of somebody's emotions and pissed-offness that they haven't been good all season and just have decided to continuously pile more and more negative emotion on top of it, uh, had to get in the way of that. So – uh Apologies. Uh, actually, it's not my fault. I'm not sorry. It's Kyle Bush's fault. So everybody write a letter to Kyle Bush and tell him how much money that he actually owes you because it would either have been Hamlin or Logano. I feel like this race would have been completely different if it would have been that way. And then Jimmy Johnson just happens to get in front of him for the free pass. Like, dude, I don't know. I was just so aggravated, man. It's just, it was nothing aggravated. Went, nothing went right in terms of DFS for me. I mean, I had a, I shouldn't say nothing. I mean, we had, Matt DiBenedetto was ranked well. Bowman, I had a I had a hunch on Bowman with that low price tag uh, on mm -hmm. DraftKings. He was priced up too high on FanDuel, but there were some small wins. But you know how Tyler Reddick was an L for me. Like he, yeah, huge he L. Messed up, huge L. He was cheap, and I played him. Um, I didn't think Chris Busher was a good play. He was like ninth or something like that. So he's in the Sunny D yeah. car, man. He had a lot of he had a lot of vitamin C in him, <laughs> energized. Um, For all, yeah. terrible race. I mean, I know you. Every race is a good race, according to Chase. Garage got Chase, but this race, even DFS aside, I was wanting to turn it off. I wasn't even in there. I was not entertained. Um, maybe that's because of the money, but it was all because of the money. Because, like I said, I I do enjoy every race, man, and it's just the fact that the race happened the way it did so early really made me just I was I was just mad dude like I, I I watched it passively I watched that race that's the first race I've watched passively I literally like chose to watch the race over the Saints and and for me to sit there and still watch it passively just lets me know more and more how much I love the sport and how much it means to you gotta me gotta get those personally. multiple screens going man yeah I mean I had my, I had my laptop up I had my laptop open but, I was running three. Um, I was running NBA playoffs, NFL, and the race at one point. Wild stuff going on in NBA too, man. Freaking yeah, Heat Lakers, man. Heat Lakers, yeah. That should be interesting. 
Full circle. LeBron's seen every like LeBron's every team LeBron's has been on. Like he's been in the playoffs with. He's been there with the Cavs. He's there with the Lakers, and now he's he's playing against a team that he played for that he's already been to the finals with and won. Yeah, I'll be pulling for the Heat on that one. Just the, the true underdog coming Jimmy, out of the East. Jimmy Butler. Yep. Jimmy, Jimmy Buckets. They got some dogs, man. They they are the epitome of a of a full team with literally only one star, but all the all the rest of their guys are really really good players. So it's it's good to see that basketball rewarded in a superstar league. Just to see a bunch of collection of good players um, doing the thing, man. It's been it's been awesome to watch. I want I want to. I want to see the Heat win just so I can see Jimmy Butler wearing, like, the Oakley goggles with champagne listening to, like, uh, Chris Stapleton. You know he's a big country music guy. He loves country music. Jimmy Butler does? Yeah, he is. He literally – in college, I think that, like, everybody, like, he's like, well, I guess because I'm, you know, I'm an African-American, people just assume I like rap, but I'm a big country fan. He's like, I love country music. My roommate listens to country, so I love it. So, like, he's like a Chris Stapleton guy. So, they're just like – and just see him just a midnight train to Memphis, like Jimmy Jimmy Butler, bro. Like just wild boy. He's crazy, man. I still I still uh, remember he slid in on D Wade's wife's Yeah, Gabrielle Union, man. Like what? <laughs> like how he's does like, that he's like sliding in on her Instagram post and then the next the next year he's on their team and him and D Wade like making up or I don't I don't know. Yeah, they had the gif they had the gif of him on the bench, just like yeah. yeah, it was the best, man. <laughs> I'll definitely be tuning in to the finals, though, for sure. I know you're pumped and excited being the, the basketball stand that you are. So, it's uh, it's going to be fun to watch. Yeah, just, a lot of sports have been on, man, a lot of sports to consume. But this has been a, uh, this has been a long first half of the show. So, we're going to go ahead and, uh, and turn it over to our guest, Jack O'Shea, uh, pool boy. The pool boy. So it was a really good conversation. So hope you guys enjoy it. Pretty Chef random. Chef boy, any any last words? Pretty random guess, but I loved it. Yeah, yeah, it was just different. There, there was like there was minimal sports talk. I feel it was a lot of just kind of like talking about the content and things like that. So hope you guys do enjoy it for sure. It's uh, it's a little different than we've had in the past. So it'll <laughs> sure. be fun. But big fans, you you guys definitely go give them a follow. But all right, here we go. Here's Jack O'Shea, sports. Party, repeat. We'll see you next week. Sports party, repeat. Here's Jack O'Shea. Best bets. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We now welcome on to the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast a uh, funny as hell content creator uh, that uh, Drew and I had stumbled upon a while back, Mr. Jack O'Shea of the O'Shea Brothers, uh, hashtag AKA Pool Boy. Mm-hmm. Um, Jack, welcome to the show, man. Thanks for joining us. It's a pleasure to be with you guys. This, this, is, this is honestly all I've ever dreamed of. And, and just finally getting to really look at you guys face-to-face is, I don't know, I'm shaking. Absolutely. Through and through Garage Guy in the heart. We appreciate it. Yep. Jack, yep. so it's been, there's been a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff booming. And for a lot of you guys that, that listen to our show, watch our show on YouTube, you guys that might not know Jack, you should, for one, because you're fucking mm-hmm. up if you're not. Um, but, uh, you guys blew up on TikTok, uh, just hilarious shit. Drew actually mm-hmm. showed me what you guys did. I think it was about a couple of months ago. I started watching mm-hmm. some of your content, man. Um, and I know you had your brother as well with you that was doing it for a mm-hmm. while. You're kind of moving a little bit more solo now. How's, mm-hmm. uh, how's the transition been, man? 
Yeah, so Henry and I have been making like comedy sketch videos and we still do a podcast together. Uh, but we've been making comedy sketch videos for like five years now. Uh, really, really like two and a half, honestly. We probably made like two sketches in the five years or in the first few years. But, uh, and then just uh, like a month or so ago, you know, I think with COVID, with quarantine, with everything happening, he was ju just basically like, you know what? I don't love the social media aspect of it. So, and he also, we, have, we live out in LA. We're definitely both not LA guys, Henry especially. We're, we're East Coast guys. And if you are like a real East Coaster, LA is the exact opposite of that. Uh, and he's like, I gotta get the fuck out. So we're still making, we're still like writing stuff and we still work on like other stuff. But as far as like the sketches go and stuff, that's, that, that's me. And it's honestly, that was always more, uh, more me. Um, he was more of the podcast and I was more of the stupid minute long videos, but yeah. So yeah. now I'm Jack, the pool boy. What's up? Jack, the pool boy. I think the one I stumbled upon was you and him playing golf and talking about coronavirus. Yeah. I stumbled upon first. That's the Dude, we've done a lot of the, we've, when you're, when you write, like, cause we only have a minute to, to do the sketch. So we have a lot of, okay, we have the bit what can we be doing so it's not just two guys across and for whatever reason hitting hitting balls is like the easiest thing that's like an actual action and it totally works plus henry's really funny swinging a golf club for whatever reason it's it's still <laughs> when you yeah. watch me do it it's horrifying it's like whew, that's it's just it's just a smooth transition man he yeah. did, that definitely definitely got the backstroke down pat mm -hmm. um yeah. Yeah, for me, I think it was uh, the one that caught my attention the most was uh, my art. Drew and I, we have cer certain similar humors, but for the most part, we we definitely do have like a gap in like kind of like what what like makes us just like roll on the floor. Like, I think it was the one that you and Henry put together where Henry was your stepson and you were the you were the stepdad. <laughs> That's one of the that and that one is so underappreciated on TikTok. It has like the least views. That is the best sketch we've ever made. Yes, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's i like kind of after we make them i can't really watch them at least for a while that's one that every time i rewatch them like this is perfect i'm actually yeah. <laughs> i think i'm very funny in that sketch like we nailed this absolutely dude a hundred percent and like you you find that you do like when you're making content and stuff like that you fall in love with like the certain things like i'll clip a lot of stuff from our shows when we're talking about mm -hmm. nfl nascar whatever like that and like we'll we'll try to like throw and integrate some little stuff like that here and there um, but yeah, definitely the aspect of being together in like one location definitely makes it pop. Um, mm -hmm. but you know, it's, uh, it's going to be interesting to see like going forward, like I've been watching some of your stuff that you've been doing lately, man. And it's still gold. Um, mm. the name pool boy, like how did that generate? Like, where did that, were you like literally like some woman's pool boy and like, you just were like her like lover in the backyard for a long time? Yes. And no, I was literally a pool boy. <laughs> I literally cleaned pools, but this Speedo is guy. <laughs> no this is a common misconception it's a it's a i i didn't realize it either i assumed when i got a sick pool cleaning job for the summer of my freshman year of college that it was exactly like you're saying it's like just milfs i would be wearing a, a bathing suit and like it would get skimpier as the summer went on as i became you know more comfortable with my body and the job and whatnot no Very aquatic yeah merman no. style <laughs> the pool boy, they're like, like what you're thinking of is a lifeguard. <laughs> that's, that's what you're thinking of. 
pool boy is a lot closer on the landscaper scale. It oh, is no. Land, like all I was doing was nobody ever came out. Nobody ever came outside to say, hey, while we were cleaning the pools, we, we the first day we showed up, our boss was scary as shit. Uh, he was one of those guys where he's like 85 pounds soaking wet, but just like all muscle, like sinewy, just like, he, he, like he's very scary, dude. I never saw oh, him. No. What? <laughs> And, and I showed up and he sent me home the first, like immediately, he's like, go home, don't wear sneakers, don't wear uh, shorts, you're dealing with chemicals. And like, I mean, I don't really have a sense of smell from cleaning, it's all chemicals, but I can clean a mean pool. But yeah, so I was a pool boy and, and, and that's, we were like, maybe, honestly, pool boy kind of has a ring to it. I love Garage Guys, I think that's a great name. Dude. That appreciate boy, it i feel like those are if you if you have like this is pool boy and this is garage guy i think those guys are in sort of the same universe absolutely yeah dude i dig it i dig it 100 percent, man and we appreciate that it's the same same appreciation for what you're doing mm -hmm. i think i think it kind of started as like this like low-key like subtle jab uh but yeah. they started calling me the garage guy and because we did garage guys but i think that like there's like a lot of people when you're doing like a brand and stuff like yeah. that like and you're like all in on what you're doing like you just get associated with that name so it's yeah. been, I've embraced it, you know, so you embrace pool boy and, and then people just run with it. They think of whatever it is with their mind. You yeah. Know? People, people, I don't know, call me pool. Like they'll see me like, Hey, pool boy. And it's like, it's weird because it's like you said, like, it almost feels like a little bit derogatory. Yeah. <laughs> calls you boy that you yeah. don't know. You're kind of like, Oh, uh, we're big boy guys though. B O I. If, big you're, boy. if you're, yeah. if you're boys, yeah, but if it's somebody you don't know and they're sort of like, hey, pool boy, it's like, well, yeah. wait a minute, I'm a man. Yeah, yeah. We're, we got a problem, pal. Yeah. yeah, I know. It's like it's like you have to like immediately like shut the pride down and just be like, what's up, in the boy? It's me, I'm boy. Yeah. Hey, were, were you inspired in any way by um, Jimmy Tatro? No, not so much. In fact, like uh, I love Jimmy Tatro. I think uh, he's he's amazing. Um, Obviously, he, he's unbelievable. And he was, uh, he started sort of doing it, uh, like, I think, a, two or three years before us. Like, I was still in college, and we, we started doing right after college. The guys that, like, do you guys know Good Neighbor stuff? Good Neighbors. I'm not 100, I don't think I'm familiar with them, no. You, so you got to talk about Two of them are on SNL now. It's Kyle Mooney and, and Beck Bennett. And if you just type in, like, after this, search Good Neighbor stuff. I bet you've seen, a, like, a couple of the videos. It's, like, early YouTube stuff. And Henry oh, yeah. and I just thought that was the funniest shit ever. Jimmy Tatro, the only reason why we're not like big Jimmy Tatro guys is because once you kind of start making stuff, I just, <laughs> and especially early on when you're like, what's funny? And you're sort of trying to come up with it. And also you're sort of trying to figure out like, okay, how do we tell a story in one minute and stuff? Just, you know, to get into the whole filmmaking aspect of it. Um, you almost like don't watch other people's stuff because I, the last thing I want to do is be like, oh fuck, somebody else did this. Yeah. Right, and feel, dude, I, I, even on I, point. As, as long as I don't know, like I, I can do the same topic as somebody else, but if I haven't seen it, then it won't be like the exact same. We might have a similar idea. And that's happened once before. One time, actually twice. Twice we've gotten comments of like, yo, this is awfully similar to this person's video. And the only reason, uh, the only reason why we could kind of get through it's like it wasn't exactly similar and i had no idea so i was like fuck it it's exactly that's when you tell them to eat shit because they're there <laughs> yeah. for you you know yeah. 
That's how you do it. So that's, that's the same way that, that I, I feel like everybody does when you're in the content thing, man. Like, cause like I rarely get, I have no time to watch anything. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we were like a long time ago, like back in like 2016, 2015, you know, we were, I was a big, like uh, pardon my take guy. I think Drew was oh, as yeah. well. So we were listening to PMT a good bit. And then like, once I started this in 2017, I met Drew um, a couple years later. And then like, at that point, I hadn't heard anything else anymore. Like after that, and we just started like really zoning on fantasy and betting. So I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's a beautiful thing, man, you find your niches, and you find what you love and, and you roll with it. And um, speaking, speaking of the sports side of things, though, you guys did some, uh, some fantasy football stuff you shared with me. And I don't know how in the hell that slipped by me because like that you literally took days of our lives and made it fantasy football. Like, so how long have you, uh, how long have you guys been playing and and how, like how much has sports been a big part of your life? We're, we're, uh, sports is a a massive part of our lives. Uh, We we are uh, definitely uh, jocks in high school. You know, a lot of people like out here, they'll look like a jock. Were you relaxed, bro? You look like a, you look like you were relaxed. I wasn't. No, I wasn't. A lot of people think I, I was because I'm also from like DC and Long Island. So those right. are like the two lax caps of the world. But all of my friends were lacrosse guys. I was actually a baseball guy just because uh, my dad. I was I was a Race catcher. Up. I was a catcher, aka. I, honestly, I was more. I was a defensive specialist catcher. Captain of the uh, team. Yeah. Oh yeah. Ca- uh, catchers run the world, dude. It's real I was shit. A brick wall. I was a brick wall. My pop time was like two four. It was pretty insane. I was very 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 good uh, at the defensive side of catching. And I, I look scary going up to the plate. So in high school, I, I probably led the team in intentional walks, but do, do uh, the face. I'm going to see the face. I want to see this. Oh, do, oh, oh yeah. You were that, you were that motherfucker, dude. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah, remember yeah. In high school. <laughs> I looked, I looked good in the uni. I was that guy where it was like this guy. And then, and then like, especially I, I had, I, I broke my femur so I could like barely move. By the oh time no. I was, junior and and so by that time it was just like just look intimidating i'll get some walks and every now and then i'll hit a home run but i never had anything else but anyway yeah we're, we're big uh we're definitely big sports guys um and we've uh as far as like fantasy goes like we we both do daily fantasy henry does daily fantasy uh a bit more often we're not like obsessed with it but but fantasy football we've uh we're both in the our, our like high school league i think we're on season like 13 or 14 which in oh, my shit. opinion that's like, I, I've, I've, you know, I, I'm basically at the point in my life now where I'm like, I want to play, I want to be in one fantasy football league. Cause I've been in seven before, uh, you know, I've been in a work league and a college friends league and high school's friend league. And like, Oh, this is like our family's doing one. And uh, it's great. But then I, I just always feel like I'm, I'm, uh, I'm not paying attention to at least half of them. And, right. then, and then it's not as fun. Um, depends on the money though, too. Like, I mean, if you got, if you got, if you got the money involved, so, I mean, like that's, that's the only way for me. Um, and Drew as well. I think he's got kind of the same situation. They literally take a trip every year. It's like a bachelor party. It's a glorified bachelor party. For the draft? Yeah. Yeah. We do like a draft. We do, um, we'll go, we went to Nashville. We we had it in Nashville last year and this year we went to Destin, Florida. So that was really fun, but we just really drunk and then draft. You, you, you guys get really drunk and then you draft? One of the days, like we probably start Friday and we just treat it like a bachelor party. And then by the time Saturday or Sunday comes around, we're, we're drafting. So oh, yeah. it's pretty fun. Because at least, at least for like 
uh, ours. It's obviously I'm not saying your league isn't serious, but it's like I have to stay. I have to be of sound mind when, when we're drafting just because uh, it is so, I mean, it is just so fucking competitive because it's like uh, season 13 or season 14. And you know what? I bet it's season 12. I think it's season. Do you guys have a trophy? We, well, we have a shirt and I was actually about to just sort of like bust this out. I was, I was going to wear it, but it's gray. So it, I was blending it a little bit for the wall. But yeah, so the league is called the Sandstorm. We the were, Sandstorm. One of the, the greatest EDM songs of all time. All time. <laughs> Sandstorm. Hell yeah. Uh, we, we, uh, and it was named that because I think like season two or three was right after we started drinking like alcohol and stuff. And we were actually drinking for that draft too. So, so I, I was I, a little too, too rough on you, Drew. But uh, <laughs> okay. we were like shotgunning beers or something. We were trying to figure out what's the name of the league. It was season three. And for whatever reason, I think I was very drunk. I was like, it's Sandstorm. And that was funny enough and random enough that for, for, it, it doesn't, it's like, it's the definition of like, you had to be there, but we were all dying. And then it just became a Sandstorm and, you know, just, on the back, you can see. So this is, uh, you can see Jack O'Shea. I'm a uh, nice. I'm, a, I'm part of the three timers club. I'm, I'm nice. only me. See, we see Henry on there, on there too. So yeah, I mean, you, he's, he's killing it. He's got a ring. I got three. He's got a ring. Do you do the sports betting any? Yeah, I've I've uh, bet quite a bit. Although usually, honestly, I bet on baseball a ton, baseball playoffs a ton. Uh, I'm pretty good with like the over under for uh, that. That's the, what I love doing. But then uh, I usually start off the, the fall season college and, and NFL with like $500 each Sunday. And then after like three Sundays, I'm like, I, I can't keep doing this because <laughs> I never cash out. I never oh, do. Man. It, it just stays. Keeps... It's I like the carousel. Yeah. It's going to get to zero at some point. Wait, it can yeah. change. It can change. Go, go ahead. Go ahead and brag a little bit, Chef. We call, we call Drew Chef Boy. All right. Chef Boy? So, so it's just Chef Boy. You're Pool Boy. I'm Garage Guy. It's just Chef Boy. Oh, All I right. saw your Twitter handle. Chef Boy Ardeen. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> so good. I'm yeah. on fire, man. Uh, my NFL bets went 11-2 and two today and 10-2 last Oh, week. shit. Yeah, I've been on fire. Yeah. yeah. So it's been, it's been La, La Flama. If you're a Kenny Powers fan, La Flama Blanca. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Look, oh, look at these eyes, man. Right now, guys. Dude, oh, yeah. so you're 10 and 2 and 11 and 2? Uh, week 1 I was bad. I was like 2 and 7, then week yeah. 2 10 and 2, week 3 11 and 2. What what were some of the 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 games you called? Like what what, what were some of the tough ones? Let's see today. Dude, he goes all in, man. I'm talking like huge like all like yeah. he, not just like three picks and that's it. Like this dude goes ham. I wish I could just share my screen right now and I'd pull up my article that I put on Rotoballer, but um, probably my biggest hit today was the Bills money line and then the um, Seahawks money line. Dude, Dude, I like that. Yeah. The, the, the Seahawks and, and the Bills game was the – I love the Bills. You a Josh I, Allen guy, white Cam Newton? I got, I got Josh Allen on the uh, – he is white Cam Newton. I got Josh Allen on my, on my fantasy team. He slings it. Um, Same. He, he's the absolute man. Put a 31 today. But uh, the Bills-Rams game, it was like that was the definition of like the Bills can win any game. The Rams can lose any game. Yes, <laughs> it just made Absolutely. so much sense. Yeah. 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 Although I, I did have – I do have Cooper Cup on my team. He got a score, which was great. But I'm a big Cooper Cup guy. I just yeah. love – he just – 
he he just looks like he should be selling insurance, but no, he's just yeah. like a wide receiver. <laughs> and he knows his routes. Yeah. Like it's awesome. I love yeah. I love Woods and <clears throat> I like both of them. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, no, yeah. I, hate, I hate Robert Woods right now because he just keeps on stealing from Coop. <laughs> I'm a big, I'm a big Higby guy, as you can yes. see. We, we run the tight end appreciation club here at uh, at Garage Guys. So I'm a big tight end guy. They call me the tight end whisperer. So any oh, tight end is good with me. I yeah, I got Kittle. I, I'm a huge tight end guy as well. I'm I am known in my league for drafting. I guess now Kelsey and and not really Kelsey just now uh, this season uh, is like a second round guy but before before all that i was getting the, my tight end in like the fourth round when people were getting them in like the eighth I yeah, was, call me when you draft johnny smith in the fourth round and then we'll talk <laughs> then we'll see then we'll see how how much of a tight end guy you really are i picked him <laughs> i picked up I, I had kittle so when kittle uh went down i was like i'm gonna get jordan reed i got jordan reed and the old guy was just inevitable he, can he was great he, last week didn't he get hurt today yeah he, inevitable he, can, he inevitable like hurts <laughs> He kept him going back in. Like I thought, I was moving, and I and so I didn't even have a TV hooked up. I was watching Red Zone on my uh, on my phone, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, Jordan Reed!" He, he <laughs> had a touchdown, dropped it, and then was just rolling, holding his knee. I was like, "Well, fuck that!" And then two minutes later, he's back on. Every single play he was involved in, he limped off the field, but then he'd see him again. It was like, dude, he's just got like morphine buttons attached to his knees, yeah. and he just like yeah. pops them, dude, and he just goes. Like that yeah. dude's the bionic man. Like he's there's like no shark. doubt about it. He's like <laughs> any given Sunday where he's like, I need my, my yeah. I need my yards. I need my bonus yards. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Great movie, by the way. Shout out, shout out to that. So um, dude, that, that's epic to hear though, man. I mean, you're out in LA too. Like uh, for me, I'm a Saints fan, obviously. So it was mm-hmm. very tough for me. The Rams are, uh, Rams are very touchy subject. Are Rams fans as dry as like people say they are, or they have like real passion? Oh, okay. That's why I was like, what do you mean by dry? Um, it's weird. I mean, the, the Rams, it's definitely Rams. Uh, it's definitely the Rams town. If you're if, like, if there was one team, because um, I don't know any Chargers fans. Um, Justin Herbert season, by the yes. way. <laughs> I kind of I like the Chargers because I'm, I'm a Giants fan. So I'm my like AFC team. I'm like, oh, fuck it. I'll, I'll do the Chargers. But um, yeah, there's really, I mean, the, the most Rams stuff out here is like the Bud Light cans have the Rams logo on it. But people are, drinking, people are just getting Bud Light. It's not there because they're Rams fans. Um, and I have a few friends who like sort of tried to be Rams fans, like the, the LA locals. But yeah. most of my, my LA friends, like they grew up without a team. So either they were Raiders fans. The Raiders might be, there might be, there are probably more Raiders fans than, than Rams fans. Absolutely. But, uh, so they all grew up like one of my LA buddies is like he's a Vikings fan because he loved Randy Moss when he was a kid and like it's a lot of that and then most of the town it feels like is transports so what's great about that is if you're in LA any team you root for there's 50,000 people who are also rooting for that team and so there's like you can kind of go to like that team's bar or that team's like little block during the game and the Bills one is great the Bills get this place <laughs> called uh, Busby's. Oh my God! I will go there 100. percent That's like my that's in Buffalo. 
that's the AFC squad right there. Like for me, yeah. if I'm going to pick an AFC team, I'm go- I got to go Bills all the way. Like I remember yeah. when Sammy Watkins was on this team, man. I'm talking yes. like like the days, dude. Yeah. So, but it, that confirms my suspicions then, because like I always say that Rams fans aren't real and they didn't mm-hmm. deserve to go to the Super Bowl. And you know, Seth uh, Seth McVay, Sean McVay, I can't even remember his name, and I don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, just basically because I feel like he's an imaginary character. Didn't he, Chase, didn't you call him Beta Piss Boy? Yeah, he is Beta Piss Boy, one hundred percent. Yeah, all the way. So j- shout out to John Gruden, the man himself. I love um, John Gruden. It's been a lot of lot, lot of boy talk. So yeah, so uh, the boi that that's that's how we roll. So yeah, pool boy, mm-hmm. chef boy, garage guy. I should need to be garage boy at this point. No, Garage Guy is pretty good. Yeah, Garage Guys, yeah, it, it'll never change. Yeah. So, yeah. I wanted to know, though, too, so, like, y'all's, y'all's comedy and content is fucking great. And right now, we, we're in, like, a society where it feels like, I mean, obviously, there's a lot of shit that's going on out there in the world, and, like, people are going through things. But at the same time, I feel like in our age group, like, we kind of grew up to where, like, we were able to, like, understand that, like, words are not, like, something that, like, will, like, hurt you. And then, like, it's all about your psychology. But y'all's content pushes the envelope some. And, I mean, I think that's probably why I found it hilarious. I mean, how how does that work out on, like, TikTok, really? Like, do you find that, like, more of the TikTok viewers are, like, into that? Or they always got some shit to come back with? Um, you know, it's weird because it's, like, when we first start posting anywhere. So, we just started posting on TikTok, like, seven months six months basically the start of quarantine we started posting on tiktok so oh, shit. Was, and then it like pretty quickly just became like that was we that was our all of a sudden our platform we're like we're tiktokers now which is hilarious because if you look at me i don't look like a tiktoker i, I don't like think anybody TikTok. does except for like like yeah. small like asian children that for, like for the, do things for the, for the people who are listening to this i if you want to know what i look like i look like a like a jv baseball coach i that's basically me <laughs> Cooper Cup's third cousin. Yes. <laughs> that is something where, like, I could maybe get into the locker room of, like, I'm, I'm Coop's cousin. And yeah. they'd be like, ah, of course. Um, but so for, like, when we first start on any platform, uh, we do get a lot of, of comments of people being like, fuck you. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. then over time, like, the people who follow us, uh, the algorithms are smart. So you end up just sort of like, we're getting fed to people who like this shit. So we sort of get less and less. And then my favorite thing that happens is, uh, you know, we, we, on some of our videos, we get a, you know, fucked on the views and a fucked on the comments. And so a lot of, on every video, there's a comment being like, this was funny, huh? And uh, just like people talking shit. And the longer you, you go, the more kind of a loyal fan base you have. And then you don't even have to, they, they're attacking them. You're just like, you're sicking the dogs on them. That's beautiful. Uh, but yeah, no, we, we have gotten, there, there's, uh, my girlfriend's like a little bit more sensitive to what is okay and what isn't okay. And so we've had many a conversation where it's like, okay, so you're saying I shouldn't say this. And like, I, you know, I, I'll kind of be like, but what about like, cause I, I have, uh, re- there's really no line um no filter guy yeah like like yeah. it's good shit yeah but, but, <laughs> the world needs that sometimes man and i'm also i just i feel like i feel i don't know i feel like i it's just bold it's like i feel like i can't be canceled that's so stupid I, i'm so like, why did i say that but that's big like, confidence man though that's good shit i just feel like i there's nothing that i say or do that's like really offensive like naturally 
I'm not like, and I don't go for shock value on anything. Right. And, and it's like, I don't do anything out of hate. So it's like, and also I just feel like if, if, if I do something like you can kind of, again, look at me and be like, yeah, that seems about right. Yeah. Like, it's a natural energy, man. Nobody's <laughs> surprised by what I'm saying right. and how it matches my face. It just doesn't, <laughs> I don't think it's, but we have done a lot of, uh, every now and then we'll post something. I'll be like, this might get some, but it, it, it doesn't really, my mom's been offended a bunch lately, lately specifically. Sorry, um, mom. <laughs> no, it's dude. I mean, and I, I get it too. Cause like, there's just, there's just been a lot happened this year, man. It's been a crazy year. Mm-hmm. And so like now like people like, cause we'll like say a lot of stuff about like, I did a recent video about what was it? Tyrod Taylor where he got injured. And, uh, and like literally said like he injured himself and like, there was just like some people that I feel like took that, like, it's like, why? Like, I don't know. Let me live. (laughs) It was funny that like after we recorded it, like the next day we got on Twitter and it's like Tyrod Taylor had to be rushed to the hospital. And then we were like, okay, oof, we kind of feel bad now. Yeah. But I immediately was just like, I guarantee you it has Rona. And then it's like, why would you say that? And it's just like. I call it like I see it, man. <laughs> we uh, we did like on one of our podcasts the week of the week before everybody was quarantined. We were like, we think we got people about to get in quarantine. We welcome it. We're pumped about it. <laughs> then it should hit, and then we did another podcast, and we were like, this is awesome. This is great. We're all at home. We did the same thing a week later. Oh, shit. Then the following week, we both sort of were just like depressed. And like it, it, the third week, all of a sudden it like wasn't funny. And if you go to that podcast, it, we're like, hey, just okay. really, it's just a totally different people. And then like, I mean, it's, it's fucked up, but it's like, I, this is something that I think about. Like then our grandma died. And it was literally like, holy fuck, we're so stupid. Like, wow. what the fuck? I can't believe we haven't deleted the, the original podcast. We were like, this is great. Like, it's, how insane is that? We are so stupid. That's why I shouldn't say stuff. Like, I can't be canceled. Why you I find, that? you find, I think that there's, like, like, there's definitely like a value, like, there to where, like, you find humor in the situations. Like, when you do comedy and stuff like that, like, I grew up doing that. I, I love comedy. I love that stuff. You can find, like, ways to make fun of yourself you find uh things that are very serious and like make people feel uncomfortable like you want to find a way to like bring some type of like lightness to it and so i mean i get that part 100 percent. but yeah i can we were carrying on about corona we were were like a week before the outbreak we were calling it the rona and we were just yeah we were like talking to like like media members and just being like like what's gonna happen with the rona in the sport and this is like a covid19 is going to be a very serious situation and just like so the rona's coming (laughs) you know so you're saying rona wave's coming yeah you guys can get away with that too with your accents. Like the Rona just sounds great. I'll turn, dude, I can turn it on. I lived in New York for a year of my life. So I'm born and raised in like Louisiana. And so when I went to yeah. New York, like I kind of lost it. But if I, if I really want to get down to business, I get down to business. You know what I mean? I'll get down. Look, this Rona is a conspiracy. You know what I mean? Like it's we just go all in. <laughs> there's a ton of stuff especially in the past seven months where it's like we've said stuff and then a month later i'll like 
you know, when you're kind of going to bed and you're like, oh, fuck, I said that. And you just yeah. realize how stupid we were. But it's, it you is. Know, it's, you just kind of got to keep on riding the wave of life. No regrets. That's and it. Never look back. Everyone, whatever. We're good. That's right. We're only yeah. in a, this is only a moment in time. That's what I tell people all the time. This is a fucking simulation. What do you <laughs> give a shit about? Right. It's, 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 it's the the Matrix. I watched it. It's real. You know? Do you watch, uh, do you watch Westworld? Oh, I watched the first season. I uh, when when that came out, like two, three years ago, whenever that was, I uh, I didn't watch any of it until I like right before the week before the season finale, the first season. I got like food poisoning, so I went home from work, and I watched the entire season. And the, I had one of those things where you know when you watch something for so long that like when I went to sleep, I had like a Westworld dream, and I had like the worst night's sleep of my life. So. But oh, yeah, so, no. so I, I did watch. I watched the first season of Westworld. By the by, the second season, I was like, "Yeah, stop trying to be deceptive." What's what's happening? Right. right, very cryptic show. See, if you would have yeah. got food poisoning this last season, people probably wouldn't be able to tell whether you were throwing up because of the show or because you were had food poisoning. Oh, have you, so, so there's been three seasons. There's three seasons out right now. Season two was trash. Season three was a little yeah. better. Season one, it was, okay. it was okay. It just veered off really far. But there was season there was one some was dope. Season yeah, one is the shit, dude. All the yeah. way. Great shows. They got a lot of good stuff out there, though. But I mean, I, I'm definitely going to be uh, to be checking out the pod, man. I uh, mm-hmm. I, I got to go back and listen to the episode of uh, of the uh, the week where everything was just dry as fuck. And yeah, uh, where can our listeners check out your uh, your content at? So it's Jack the Pool Boy everywhere. So it's uh, for TikTok. That's where we're we're. I keep saying we. It's where I'm biggest. Uh, Jack the Pool Boy. I said with Instagram, Twitter. I have Facebook, but I actually I gotta figure out Facebook. I don't really use it. Nobody fucks with that that much anymore. I have one. I just post content and get off. That's it. Yeah, all <laughs> of China does, and China's the future. Don't you get it? <laughs> the way of the future. <laughs> um, uh, and our our podcast is Pool Boy Radio, and you can get that on you know Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and we're on Twitch. I still got to figure out, clean up Twitch a little bit more. But what games are you going to play? Dude, we don't play any. We just you do play games there. No, we, we play no games. This, this all right. Is, okay. But yeah, you guys can uh, check out all that stuff there. And uh, yeah, it's good. It's uh, I'm really funny. It's, all I'm right. Really funny. <laughs> I'm really funny. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Dude, Jack, thanks so much, man. We're definitely, uh, definitely have to have you back on here in the future. Definitely. And we'll be, uh, we'll, we'll be in touch, man. We're going to be making sure that you're, uh, you're, you're staying afloat with these bets, man. We want to help you ride these waves. Please, so. please do. Uh, thank you guys for having me on. Yeah. Whenever, whenever you guys want, this is great. Absolutely, man. All right. Take awesome. care.
It's it's the garage guys.